0: Mmm, that's good. Good morning, everybody. Yes, I am back. I took a short little vacation because I felt like I needed one, but I am back anyways. This is Morning Marketing, and I'm your host, as always, Brett Deister. So let's get on with uh, the marketing news that's going on. So if you haven't kn- know or knew or even knew about this in general. I know there was a lot of no's and news. Uh, Urban Airship has become the first mobile wallet to provide single-tap loyalty rewards with Apple Pay. That's right, because Apple is the most ambiguous part of everything, and, well, it gets a lot of news that way. But it's, it's an interesting turn of events for loyalty cards, but also just wallets in general, is that we're becoming more and more about... Apple Pay, Android Pay, all these little uh, digital wallets, Samsung wallet, whatever else, I think Walmart has one. Uh, it's becoming more and more like that and loyalty cards are becoming more digital which is another great thing as well because people lose those those cards especially for coffee shops or like um, frozen yogurt places that have the punch cards. I always say no because I, I I never bring them. I always lose them and they're not fun to to have anyways I'm telling you they're not fun at all but uh, yeah so the first one to do it which brings into more interesting things about what companies could do with them as well especially using Apple Pay uh, since it will probably be more of a go-to function for a lot of Apple users and Android Pay as well as that that can be a go-to wallet for Android users well caveat if your bank allows you to use it. My bank doesn't still yet. I would love it too because Android is the number one uh, most used mobile OS in the world. Yes, you think Apple is, but it's not. Uh, But yeah, this brings another interesting um, part or piece of component into play with loyalty cards. I love the idea of digital loyalty cards because everybody brings their phone. And I'm pretty sure uh, wallets are eventually going to be replaced with your phone in general. It's just a natural order of things. I probably, I mean, great to just have your insurance card, your driver's license, and everything else in there, all in one nice little thing. But William more Tech, and in the business side of it, this is just great because uh, be able to track people, what stores they, could potentially use it in and just a lot of different things. So it's another great thing for businesses as well. So it's it's a win for everybody. I think it could not be for some people. Anyways, moving on to Hootsuite. That's right, Hootsuite has bought another company. So a couple weeks weeks ago, it bought Ad Expresso, and that was for ads specifically because Hootsuite kind of had an offering, but it wasn't that great. And so they bought a company specifically focused on ads and now they're going to now they are buying not going to but are buying lift metrics that is uh, a company that demonstrates return on investments now it's been a troubling thing to figure out return on investments for social media because some things work some things don't work you never really know um, and even with a lot of the data out there it's still one of those things where it's like does this work does this not work can i figure this out uh, so this is just another great thing. So you use Hootsuite, there's another uh, great uh, tool for you to use and that's to me that's awesome. I love tools especially if you know how to use them. If you don't, then the tool sucks because you don't know how to use it but that's uh, more about UI and uh, intuitiveness than anything else. But yeah this is just another marching on for the industry especially for Hootsuite and Buffer in general. They seem to be going in a little bit different paths. I know and Buffer seems to be more about the content creation and Hootsuite seems to be more about the uh, scheduling, monitoring, and ad sides of it. Uh, so they're kind of going in a little, little opposite directions and it's both these are very preference based. I prefer Buffer because if I leave someplace I can teach somebody easily how to use Buffer, but Hootsuite is a very good one as well. I think it's a great idea. It's a great acquisition for Hootsuite because it just adds to what, uh, how good it can be, or how uh, integral Hootsuite can be to the social media marketing strategy in general. So this was a good thing for Hootsuite because justifying that R O I is really difficult at times, and this is just helps it a lot, a lot, just quite a bit. Uh, Anyways, moving on to Facebook, and Facebook is opening up mid-roll ads. That's right, to live videos. So what you have to do is that if you want to be a part of this, you have to have 2,000 followers on your page, and you also have to have you have you you have to hit you don't have to have all the time, but you have to hit 300 concurrent viewers on a single live stream to actually have this. Now, what this mid-roll ads do is that kind of gives a break in between about 20 second ad, in between live videos, which could be an interesting thing uh, because it's difficult to keep on going with live and to keep on having creating content. I mean, with pre-planned, pre-recorded video, you already kind of know what you're doing. With live, you kind of have to walk through it and go, this is what we want to do, this is what we want to say, this is in this shot, this shot, this shot. You really have to almost Pre plan it out before it happens and then see if it actually works out that way. So, this is just um, a way to kind of you know take breaks, even if for 20 seconds it'd be great for the guests or something like that to take a break. Uh, I'm never against breaks because breaks can also help with the video. Because, like I said, if you're talking for hours upon hours. You kind of lose your train of thoughts or you go on too many tangents and then it just it goes off rails and you have to get it back on because that's just the nature of it. But yes, uh, for page and profiles, because this is for both, uh, you're going to have to have that. Now, if you are well, flagged for inappropriateness or flagged for any type of thing that goes against Facebook, you will not be eligible for this at all now what happens is when you actually get this you get this little um, money sign and you can click on it and then the ad rolls and then you can do whatever you want if you want to do it that way Uh, the other part of this is that Facebook knows that it cannot stuff any more ads into its news feed so it needs to find new ways of doing it and this is the new way of doing it is to stuff it into there uh there are options for pre-recorded or already recorded videos as well for doing this but this is mainly focused on live because live video is facebook's go-to for it all yes it it really wants to do that and it to be honest with you i'm not surprised about it i'm not shocked by it uh was one of the first ones to actually do it they kind of drop the ball and becoming the leader of it but they're still in the game for it. Uh, Google has been around doing it for quite a while actually with uh, Hangouts. Uh, Hangouts has been really popular but it just wasn't as well it's been popular with YouTubers uh, and the likes but it hasn't been as popular as probably they want it to be so they're trying to do new things with that as well. So we'll, it's gonna be an interesting little war between all these live stream companies or if a new one's going got a prop up. Now, I will say that the first live streams were, well, Hangouts, but also Twitch made it really popular as well. Let's not forget gaming, because gaming has made this hugely popular just as much as anything else. Man, those tw- Twitch. Oh, Twitch. But speaking on video in general, or live streams, what the data actually shows, and this is good for you to know, is that a li- lot. Longer live streams are better for engagement. So your bare minimum you should hit is 20 minutes. And you're like, 20 minutes? I gotta talk for 20 minutes? The minimum? Yes. Uh, The reason is is because more and more people will tune in, other people will tune in as well, and you'll get a vast array of different people doing it. Now this is the same as Twitch. So Twitch, usually uh, the standard recording for Twitch is three hours. Now Twitch are actually playing something, so it's a little bit easier to do that. Uh, with this, it's you're gonna have to find something really compelling to actually live stream. Uh, so there is that. So, but they're saying that the longer you are doing live streams, the better it is for your engagement, which makes a lot more sense because you'll get people coming and going, you'll get people tuning in, and maybe if you do it long enough, people go, man, I really like this. I really want to follow this and then you can say it. They do, um, there are some common uh, rules like every so often, reintroduce who you are, reintroduce what you're saying, uh, reintroduce your guest. If you have a guest there as well, always tell people to follow or make sure that they click the notification for the live stream as well so people know when you're gonna be live streaming again. There's just a few other ways, but for marketers, if you're trying to get into this, do at least 20 minutes. If you aren't doing more than 20 minutes, uh, or at least 20 minutes, then it, then I would go back, figure out what you need to do to make it 20 minutes, at least, and then and then ramp up from there. So at least your goal should be able to hit 20 minutes. Now if you can go longer, that's awesome. If you can't, we have problems. But podcasts on average are about 22 minutes. So a lot of these live streams are like a single podcast in general. Make sure you're doing around 20 minutes. Make sure it's good, compelling, and all that other fun stuff. But that's what you should be hitting. Do I agree with this? Yes, absolutely, because the longer you do it, the more people tune in, or other people tune in as well, and you get the most people in there. You'll also be on the newsfeed a lot longer, uh, which is another big thing as well, so there is that. Be sure you're doing it for that long. I know it seems like a very long time, that's how it is all right have you been seeing these new uh ad icons on google search i did actually this weekend and yes google has announced that they have changed the ad text display it used to be green now it is a like a green outline so it says ad but it's a white background so it's a little bit more in line with what it looks like for a search uh it could almost be considered part of the URL, but it doesn't really because it is a little bit different. But they have changed it to make it a little bit more uh, legible and just to be more in line with the scheme in general. Now it used to be yellow uh, at first, then it changed. I was like, Yellow, Ugh, at least we knew that what it was. And then it, was, it used to be green with white text, and then flipped it to be that. So if you're saying that, then that's just a small change, but it is a change. Uh, that most people will be seeing eventually. It's an interesting change since the green with the white text wasn't around for very long. So there's that. Uh, So just be on the lookout. You're like, oh yeah, I did see that. Now you know. All right, so it looks like AMP or Accelerated Mobile Pages, and if you don't know what that is, that is Google's way of trying to make the open web uh, faster on mobile, and it's going to eventually be part of the requisite. I say down a couple years down the line for Google in search. Since they are doing two separate searches for desktop and mobile, uh, they're going to probably be making that rule for mobile. Uh, so there is that. Um, now there is a report about sorry uh, mobile page- pages and links. Uh, being shown outside of search results so that means not in the Google search so for example LinkedIn has been a really good uh, referral for these pages as well Pinterest has been for lifestyle and other ones but not so much Uh, Bleacher Report has been a good one Uh, Twitter because they've close um, close partnership with them but also Facebook has been another great one as well but Flipboard has been the number one uh, referral for non-Google uh, search results, which is interesting because they recently relaunched it as 4.0, which is actually a pretty good one, it's a pretty good aggregator. I was a little bit um, critical of it because of the, maybe it's trying to only give people what they may or may want to read in their own opinions, but it's not, it's actually a pretty good aggregator. But the stats are is that 25% of AMP referrals from LinkedIn app, which is pretty good. LinkedIn does some pretty good stuff. from Bleacher Reports app and 22% from Flipboard app. So LinkedIn is still number one in like the top, but Flipboard is really close. I could almost see Flipboard overtaking it, Um, but you're gonna see this more and more. And for marketers out there that is going, how can I like make sure that my company is on top of this? How can I make sure? give them the stats just give them the kind of lowdown of eventually this is going to have to be a part of the strategy eventually your site's gonna have to have to do this if you're on WordPress there are a few good uh, plugins for that as well and I highly recommend looking for those Um, automatic which is the developer the owner of WordPress has one as well but I would use other ones in conjunction Uh, but make sure that you are trying to future proof your company's website because this is going to happen and if you don't do it, somebody else is. Uh, but yeah, this it's, it's eventually gonna be coming down the line. You gotta be ready for it, you gotta be prepared for it. And if you, if you aren't, well, someone else is and then someone else is gonna take it from you. So let, let that be a lesson to you all. Now, uh, last week, um, there was a major bug that was revealed. Cloudflare had this bug where it, well, unfortunately released information from websites about users. It was a very good, it was called Cloudbleed because cloud Cloudbleed, all these fun, it seems like all these controversies in tech have to do with something with bleed, which is weird. So tech's bleed, everything else in politics is gate. Um, you see this common occurrence, um, but it's it was unfortunate now they did do their best with Google to scrub to make sure that everything is done but you don't really know which ones were affected and most people actually use it so Cloudflare is a way of ironically keeping your site secure which really wasn't the case this time around but the Some of the domains on the list were android-cdn-api.fitbit.com, cn-dc1.uber.com, secure.meetup.com, and uh, img.kpopmap.com were just some of them that was allowed to do it. Now, Cloudflare is used by 5.5 million sites Around And so this is a pretty big effect for it. It's unfortunate that this happened, but it was more of the risk from the HTTP request, which is the unsecure side of it as well. So if you actually have CloudFair's uh, DNS, um, you could be potentially affected. I would check that out to be sure that you don't have that, but you could. It's unfortunate and you should really, really check that out uh now going forward they're probably more than likely going to be using uh https requests instead because the problem is with the http request which is unsecure sort of the problem but if you're not sure what your company's using i look into it and make sure that you aren't part of the problem with it because well, it's going to be a problem if you if your stuff has been leaked like that and it wasn't your fault you would still be held responsible for it, um, but it, it's it's unfortunate, it really is. It's not very fun and it's extremely unfortunate. All right, so Google Allo is uh, Google's new chat app or newer chat app in the uh, growing landscape of Google, chat apps, because they seem to have five or six of them. Uh, and it's only been on mostly Android um, it uses its full effect on a uh, pixel because it was the first one to kind of actually use that uh, and it's also it's pretty good It's pretty robust it Has a lot of different great features to it, it is now coming to the desktop uh, along with the virtual assistant why is this important well because of the stickers and especially the potential stickers that you could make for Aloe and just the marketing purposes of it you have to know where users are going for their um, messaging and try to go to there because Messaging apps seem to have their own communities as well, and so you have to know which which communities for you as well. And um, a lot of these companies have figured out that you can't just be on phones anymore, you have to be on desktop, which is fair because I have Discord, Curse, Slack, all on my desktop, all on my phone as well. So you just have to know which ones are which, and which ones you, you should probably choose because you're gonna have to choose which ones to use which ones to go after which ones to put in the resources for it but yes it is coming to your desktop near you try it out if you will i probably will more likely try it out and maybe successfully i'm one of the few people that i know of in my critical friends that tries out this stuff like crazy but moving on to https uh, it could reach a uh, front page uh, google the reach of these pages could be up to 50% in 2017. So HTTP was kind of the original way of doing the web. It was unsecure, but it, it was fine because there wasn't as many hacking or DDoS attacks or any, any kind of exploits as there are now. Now Google has switched on to do HTTPS to be more secure than its predecessor. And they have said that they, that they want to see people Doing this, and then so they said that they will rank people down if they don't have this uh, by this year. And so, with that type of ruling, people are jumping onto this, and a lot of experts, which I actually agree with, are going to be start to see it reach f- over half websites are going to be HTTPS. Now, if you want to get it, you can go through companies; it's not cheap, or you can do Let's Encrypt, which is more of an open source. If you're, let's say, a nonprofit some places just doesn't have the budget to actually you know um, pull the resources to do that I understand that this stuff isn't expensive but it is important to understand and this is the one that you're gonna have to go to your bosses and be like look at we need to do this because this is uh, what Google wants this is part of their ruling if we don't do this we will be ranked down and we don't want to be ranked down because the father the farther down the ranking system you go, the worse it's going to be, and you don't want to be down there. You want to get on the first page, you usually want to be in the top six results. Anything beyond that, and you're you're in trouble, because people don't search anymore. We just go, oh, the first one, good. Thank God, I don't have to search for it. It used to be in the olden days, when I remember when I was a kid, where I would go, I would actually research. and It was a pain in the butt, but I did it, because that's what you had to do, and Google wasn't as smart back then it's way smarter now speaking of google um my business guidelines have changed for virtual offices that aren't going to be allowed in service area businesses so service area businesses you have a service in this area and google has said we want you to be have that address in that service we don't want you to have a virtual office this is against the guidelines Uh, so if you are kind of running that you're going to have to be aware of that you might have to change category so you can't do that because your primary address for service-oriented uh, businesses or service area businesses is going to have to be your main address it cannot be the PO box cannot be something else on that it has to be main address you cannot do it so be on the lookout for that if you need to change it change it if you need to change categories I would recommend change categories but this is the way you're gonna have to do it this is what Google has said this Google wants it to be you have a service or you have a business that has an address in the service that you're that you're providing in the area uh, to be that primary focus which I think is for Google in the most part is a way of um, kind of removing some scams kind of removing some businesses that aren't really being truthful and I understand that part about it I and mean, it's totally fine it just kind of is unfortunate for other businesses to you know Figure it all out. Now, if it says that you have a different type of thing, it's called, they said that you are more of a hybrid service area business, so I would change that accordingly. So, change accordingly to a hybrid service area business. Uh, these these terms seem just seem a lot of way too convoluted, but I get why Google is doing this because they're trying to clamp down on that. Now, moving on to emojis and well, looks like Google's going to be bringing emojis to search results. That's right. They're eventually going to be doing this because emojis are super popular. People use them. I use them. Uh, what does this mean for businesses? Well, that means that you probably should um, try to figure out how to put those in your search results so you can have those emojis and be the first one to have those instead of everybody else. So if you're a gaming company, you might want to use that controller because there's only really one, or there's two of them. There's really only one like gaming controller, so I would use that one. If you're more of tech or mobile, I would use the mobile icon. But this could be a really great potential for for businesses because in search result, if people just press, let's say the gaming controller and you pop up, you're the one that has that and you're the one that's first on there and the first one that does it gets, gets the prize surprises the customers that find you because i'm pretty sure down the line people are going to be so lazy that they're not even going to type words they're just going to be putting in emojis so you have to be aware of that i would be very very uh, in tune with that and i would be very um uh, willing to change that and willing to see what you can do in your metadata to actually change that in general but mark my words, this is coming, mark my words, people are going to be actually changing that. Yeah, they're going to be doing that instead. All right here's the interesting thing. So Snapchat, who is going to be going public relatively soon, has uh, made an interesting new lens that's made it base- made it a game, actually. Um, so there's only a few games, and it's still a test, and it's a very... AR or augmented reality type game and so one of them is kind of a crystals and you look around the room you can and it'll tell you how many crystals there are and you look up and then it will kind of pop or take the crystal or whatever and so there's that one as well um and this is kind of keen to pokemon go and their ar and even though pokemon go isn't as popular as it was when it first came out it still is on everybody's mind it still is how can we kind of duplicate this And even though Snapchat doesn't really tell users that there's been new changes, unless you are a part of the beta program or unless they actually tell you this, um, this is one. Now, the reason why uh, they probably don't tell you is because Facebook keeps on stealing their stuff, which is, well, fair in all retrospect. But um, it's, it's also testing out. And so even though Facebook is stealing most of Snapchat's stuff or even stealing Snapchats, design it's still interesting to see what what's going on with their uh, and what they're doing that's new and that Facebook hasn't figured out yet in general because I keep on saying this Facebook has run out of ideas they've completely run out of ideas uh, and they're kind of just coasting along because they are the biggest and once you're the biggest it's it it's hard to get those new ideas to prop up from your other employees uh, when you're smaller and like being the fresh cool person cool uh social media it's a lot easier to do new and fresh things but facebook isn't that anymore they're a big conglomerate they're a big company they make billions of dollars a year uh but this but snapchat lenses could be really good marketing potential for games for more engagement with that as well or even if it's going to have a type of ar t- tech like a wikimon Go and putting specific things in your store there are specific things let's say for travel or t- tourism putting specific stickers or games on uh famous landmarks for people to figure out and go to it's another great thing as well so this has a lot of interesting potentials that i would look out for and moving on to instagram and their new uh feature so you can now share up to 10 photos and videos in one post that's right they've launched this with much fanfare much angst as you can get from one social media uh some users love it some users don't like it because they're saying hey look the original vision of instagram is that you're supposed to pick one picture and post it there and blah 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 blah, blah. well times change and people want and people take more and more pictures and videos than ever and so i understand why this is now they're using a the carousel type of way of um seeing it and so you'll have to flip through it if you want to see it uh have i seen too many people use it not quite it's still kind of the one picture type deal uh why because most people probably wouldn't even flip through it if they did see it but it is an interesting move for instagram and it could be interesting to see uh if brands use this to a, a better effect they may not they may i haven't yet on digital coffee i've to figure out if I want to or not but yeah um, this is an interesting little thing to to see and to see if it actually would work properly or not but uh, for right now yeah you can share up to ten photos and videos in one post so you have a lot of different photos and videos and you're like oh I want to share all these ten you can do that now it's one of those things all right and so when i talked about google and allo and how there are many different um messaging services they have well one is shutting down yes it was called spaces and it was a way for you to you know talk in groups it was more of a group portal group forum group it was group messaging service in a way it was super easy to do but no one really used it um, which is why they're shutting it down and to be honest with you i never saw a reason for it anyways so It launched in May 2016 and is effectively shutting down. So it hasn't been around that long, but it did kind of fall out of favor for quite a bit. So starting March 3rd, which is in a few days, it's only going to be read-only. And then April uh, 17th, it'll be gone for good. No more. So if you still want to just read things, that's great. I would just probably delete it off your phone because it's just wasting space now. But Spaces was an interesting thing. It was Google's... Other attempt to try to get into social media didn't really quite work out, didn't work out at all. And Google Plus, uh, for all that I think is a great thing, it still hasn't really worked out well for that either. Uh, it is what it is, that's what that's all I gotta say. Google has tried its best to go into social media, it has mostly failed every single time that it's done it from Google Buzz, which didn't really work out, to um google plus to google wave which kind of was the same thing but didn't really work out as well there have been so many different things that they've tried and it just has not worked out this is the one area that they just have not gotten right because they haven't found the right way of doing it plus a lot of times they're just like a lot of different uh, of the other social network sites and everybody's like why do i need this why do i want this i don't need this because i have this and so google has to find it's its way of saying look at we're different from everybody else look at what we offer type of a thing Google Plus have a lot of great features yeah it had a lot of great features it's just as a whole it just wasn't that good Uh, no one one knew how to use it what to use it for it just was one of those things where it's like well if I don't know how or what to use it for why should I use it type of a thing and moving on to a new tool from Google called Perspective. So what Perspective is supposed to do is it's supposed to weed out the toxic comments in let's say YouTube comments or your blog or your newspaper if you work at a newspaper site or a fake news site. Because some people think a lot of newspapers are fake news. And they are right to call them that. But uh, what this does is it kind of uses machine learning kind of algorithms and um, moderators as well. to kind of weed those out because what Google claims a lot of places don't, didn't want to get rid of comments um they but they just felt like they had to because of the toxic comments, quote unquote. My thing is is that you're gonna get toxic comments no matter where what you do or where you go. In real life, would you gonna have a program that can actually weed those out. No, of course not. You're gonna have people saying the dumbest things. You're gonna say the dumbest things. I'm gonna say the dumbest things. I'm gonna say things that I'm that probably wasn't that intelligent, but at the time I was really fatigued, tired and said it because I was just really frustrated about the situation and I made a boo-boo. I did say boo-boo on my podcast. Uh, But what perspective is supposed to do is weed it out and make sure that uh, the good comments stay on and the kind of the bad toxic comments go away. The problem is with this is that I don't really understand what toxic is gonna be because toxic to somebody could be different from somebody else. And so that's gonna be part, that's gonna be hard to do and if it's actually going to work out well because the problem is, is that the uh, new york times is one of their people I'm testing out with it's not really well liked a lot of people do not like them and for good reason for a lot of for the most part they have not done the best job of actually being journalists but you could also make the claim of wall street journal as well but my thing is about this is that this should be interesting for let's say companies that want to make sure that you could use this with spam. I think this would be a great tool for spam. If you could get rid of those, hey, I just made $6,000 doing this, this, and this, and those stupid things. That would be a great way of using it. The toxic part is so subjective. I don't really know what that is, but it is what it is. It really is. Anyways, moving on to apps and programs you should try out this week. So there's something called Page Proofer as a way to... um, you know have request changes for bugs reports tracks issues on your website development so if you're one that's trying to like start up a website and some things may or may not going right this is something to help you with that as well so if you're kind of new or not new to website development this is probably an easy way of uh, figuring out where the bugs are and uh, fixing those because it will put a uh, little like location icons on your website for Things you need to fix, so check that out as well. Also, if you are on Facebook or your company is like many others, um there's a lot of apps and tabs and different things for pages. Well, Facebook apps f- for your pages is where it customize the page to optimize a presence for it as well. Um, it does it has YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, Vimeo, HTML, HTML5. I don't know why I could say that. Flickr, Twitch TV. Google Plus, all these others, and they probably work well for you. So if you're in any one of those, you should definitely try that out. Uh, now, as always, check the pricing, see if there actually is any pricing or the details on it as well, because um, everything has a cost. Let's just say that. All right, there is uh, this is for more restaurants. There's something called Table Hero that allows you to, you know, figure out reservations. And keep your tables full. And so, if you're a place that's trying to, you know, maximize your tables and make sure you're getting the most money out of this, this is probably something for you. It's called Table Hero, and it's a restaurant rest- restaurant management system. Uh, and who don't want, doesn't want an electronic uh, management system to make sure that your tables are full or that customers are rotating in and out because you want to get you want to maximize as many customers as you can get out of it as well. Unless you're fast food, then you really don't need that as well because that would just be a waste of money. All right. Are you one of those people that are building an app and just taking those pictures is just kind of difficult? Well, there is something called App Launchpad that will allow you to take pictures uh, for your images for the App Store. Um, This is really for iPad and iPhone primarily, but I eventually could foresee this being implemented into uh, Android as well. But if you are launching for that, this is probably the best way of doing it. Um, They have... uh, Exports for iPhone 7 Plus, iPhone 7, iPhone 5, iPhone 4, iPad, and iPad Pro. Um, it's just a simple way of just changing colors, uh, colors of the phone, colors of the background, adding text there. It's super simple, super easy to use, and you don't have to have uh, well, you don't have to have Photoshop skills, which some people just don't have. It's difficult. I understand. Alright, there is a interesting um, WordPress plugin by AdExpresso called Pixel Caffeine. and allows you to uh, use Facebook uh, Pixel to your site, and this is kind of a way of um, of getting, uh, using the most, the features in Facebook, especially Pixel, for just advertising purposes. Into it, it's 100% free, they said, and it also is we're I mean, WordPress, uh, no, Woo, WooCommerce. sorry, WordPress, WooCommerce, um, enabled as well without the pro features. because a lot of these other ones that I've tried out have pro features that will only do that as well. So this one actually has it as well. So it's a great way of uh, conversion tracking and making sure that you create uh, focused custom audiences, uh, which is a really big thing with a lot of these sites. So if you're looking for a better way of optimizing that, this could be one for you. It's called Pixel Caffeine. And one more is called Social Rank Real Time, where it allows you to track what people are saying your social media platforms and you can take actions and the actions can be anything from send dm to uh dispatch uber or dispatch prob uh dispatch postmates or anything like that allows you to do that in a one command center nice little thing of course it's gonna there's there's a pricing as always so check that out but if you're one of those that needs to keep track of everything there's that now the great thing is that there is a basic one that's free it allows you to filter your followers, sort your followers, connect multiple accounts, and view full follower profiles. And this is really only for f- Twitter and Instagram. And then there's other ones, Premium and Market Intel as well. Uh, so you be on look out for that and make sure this is the right uh, platform for you. And that is the end of morning marketing. So I hope you guys have a great rest of your day and morning and as always. Uh, Subscribe to Digital Coffee on Facebook, Twitter, Google+, I'm on there actually, uh, YouTube, Instagram, uh, Periscope as well. And I'm on Anchor Radio, player.me, uh, minds, and geb, uh, AI on there as well. Uh, also, um, subscribe, I think I did the switching of it, but subscribe to iTunes and all those other, uh, Stitcher, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, uh, iHeartRadio, all of those as well. Also, if you like these podcasts, please consider supporting me on pod, uh, Patreon and I have a PayPal uh, donation link as well. Also, if uh, if you want some digital coffee garb, I've got some great uh, t-shirts and coffee mugs on there. And as always, join me on Wednesday when I go through tech news and digital coffee. Alright guys, have a great rest. Great rest of your day and see you Wednesday later.